0: Alright, welcome back. Second segment of our Steelers show. Uh, We talked about last week's um, game against Jacksonville. They're at home against Detroit. Last game of the preseason. Getting ready for the regular season. Um, Let's quickly go over maybe some things we're looking for. I would say quarterback... uh, Man, a lot of questions about Kenny Pickett. Could Kenny Pickett start? Joe, I know you're I don't know if you're pro-Mitch, but I think you're you're fine with Mitch starting the year at quarterback. Do you have any other thoughts? I mean, Kenny's looked pretty good so far. Any thoughts about maybe saying could Kenny start in week one?
1: Uh, I don't think I would throw a fit or panic or something if Kenny got the nod. Uh, I still feel a little more comfortable starting with uh, Trubisky. That's, that may just be me, but that's, that's how I feel. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if I would expect Kenny to stay on the, uh, on the, on the bench for the entire year. Um, but I also don't know when you'd pull that trigger or why.
0: I am starting to hear more discussion, and we'll get to Paul next, but I know what Paul's going to say. He's going (laughs) to whip off his shirt and have Kenny Pickett painting on his chest, and it's going to be crazy. Like a 3D, like a whole. (laughs) Until a day or two ago, I was okay with Mitch Trubisky starting. Here's the thing that's starting to concern me. I'm starting to hear some reports on ESPN from people saying that they're talking to people inside the organization. They're saying Pickett has really... A lot of people are impressed by him, and they're getting more impressed by him by the day. There is a conversation out there saying, "Okay, Mitch, start the season, but if you screw up, it's a K. Pickett show." I don't know if that helps Mitch Trubisky. I think he's a good quarterback. I think it's good to have a guy as a backup, because if you know your number one guy gets hurt, you got him. I'm scared to run K. Pickett out there in game one. I don't want to mess up the kids' confidence or anything. But here's the other thing. How do you feel if you're Mitch Trubisky and they bring you out and say, all right, dude, you better not screw up or we're going to pull you. And then Mitch is probably like, okay, what do you mean by screw up? Is it one pick, two picks? You know, is it if you don't get a first down on your first drive? Because there's a clamor for Kenny Pickett. And, man, geez, look at that first game in Pittsburgh. I mean, people were chanting. People were, you know, high-fiving. And that's fun. That's exciting. I I just don't want it to come too soon if it screws up Pickett's confidence. And I don't want it to come soon if Mitch Trubisky's like, you told me I was going to start. I didn't do anything necessarily wrong. Now, he had two bad passes last week that kind of ticked me off a little bit. But, you know, I love Big Ben, but Big Ben had... 500 bad passes last year, you know what I mean? So, I I guess I'm almost kind of leaning toward Kenny Pickett, because the mob wants Kenny Pickett, and I'm afraid that Mitch is going to be they're going to screw Mitch up. I mean, I I can be ticked off if I was Mitch. The
1: the mob also really really liked Tim Tebow.
0: Yeah, that's true. And what's Tim Tebow doing right now? I'll be honest, Joe, I don't think Mitch Trubisky can win right now. Uh, and what I mean by that is I think he can win games for the Steelers. I think we're getting to the point that unless Mitch is extremely efficient, like he doesn't turn the ball over, or if Mitch, you know, comes out and balls out or anything, I think, man, the first time people, he throws a pick, they're going to be all over him. And, and, I mean, much more than they were with Big Ben and, and everything else like that. I, I don't know if it's right, Joe. I mean, it I could be wrong. I, I'm scared to death about running Kenny Pick out there week one. I I just think throw Kenny Pick out out to the to the Wolves. He gets eaten up
1: game one. He gets messed up psychologically and he's done. And then you have to go back to Mitch. Yeah. Or to Mason. Two people that you've already kind of pushed aside. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't. I don't feel good about it. <laughs>
0: Well, here's it, what i ever thought about rookies. Okay, Big Ben, he had a great year, career with the Steelers. You remember he had to play a lot in his first season because Tommy Max got hurt, and he looked good, and he kept his job. But you remember Big Ben in his first year? They th- He threw, like, 10 to 15 passes a game. They ran the ball a ton and everything else like that. So, ah, I, I don't know. It, it's a conundrum. You could be screwed either way. The more I think about it, well, well, let's, see, let's see what Paul says. was Paul's I, the <laughs> Kenny Pickett's going to be Dan Marino's first year. And, <laughs> you know. I mean, what? And I know that
2: it's partly biased. Being here in Pittsburgh, we all we got to see Kenny Pickett week after week uh, up close. Um, we know what he's capable of. We know he's comfortable in that stadium. Um, we, we, I mean played against clemson it's not like he's playing against rink schools um he's he's looked really good he's been in some crunch situations he's come through uh the first interception mitch throws there will be chance of kenny um
1: will that not be true and when kenny throws his first pick which will come Now, I think the difference,
2: and Chris mentioned Ben and a lot of the ugly passes Ben throws. I think the reason Ben's ugly passes didn't bother us is because we knew Ben had the ability to compensate for that. I think Pickett has the ability to compensate for some bad throws. I don't know that I have that confidence with Trubisky, where if, if we go down 10 nothing because he's not playing well, I don't have the confidence that he's going to rally it back. Uh, I, ben had that. I think Pickett has that. I don't know if
0: Trubisky has that. I kind of agree with Paul's point there because look back at the highlights. There was a play where Mitch was like, Harassed. I mean, he barely got out of there. He was running. I'm sure he was a little scramble, like, oh, crap, oh, crap, I'm going to get sacked. Why do I do what I do? Well, Deontay Johnson took off down the field. He had his defender by five yards. If Mitch put the ball on Deontay Johnson's hands, it's a touchdown. It didn't come close. There was another play where, you know, Mitch kind of threw it up, and a guy, Jacksonville got caught. He was out of bounds, so it turned out to be incomplete. I'm kind of looking at that, saying, "Man, maybe Kenny has some more poise." Because I like the fact where when Kendrick Green let a guy get right by him, was running right at Pickett. Pickett knew enough to it was like a short out pass. If it got caught or not, at least he avoided a big sack or whatever. I I'm seeing that. I'm kind of understanding Pickett's poise, but Pickett's a rookie. There's going to be games where he looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, and. I Wait, let me phrase it like this, because this might help our, our discussion here. Joe, we did the schedule game. Realistically, what do you think the Steelers could be at? Realistically, I mean, I mean they could go 0-17, they could go 17-0. Are, are you saying, if we had to pick, probably what, eight or nine games would you pick? Realistically, or am I low? 9-10. Nine, 9-10? Ten. Nine, ten? Okay. Uh, Paul what do you think? And, and this is whoever starts. Even if they start Mason or old Doken or whatever. Yeah. You know? See, if
2: my answer is going to change depending on who our quarterback is. If it's Mitch, we're going to have that like we'll probably keep Tomlin's non-losing streak going, but it'll be like a 8-8 eight, eight, and 1 9 and 8 kind of situation.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm thinking, too. I mean, I'm thinking the low end, maybe 7, and the high end, maybe 10. I, which is, there's a lot, they used to say this, there was a lot of teams in the NFL that were anywhere between 6-10, 10-6. And and they were okay, but, you know, sometimes in the NFL is you lose a game by a little or win a game by a little or whatever. I I just, I mean, this isn't a Super Bowl team. Yeah, if everything comes together, maybe the is a challenge for Super Bowl, but they're probably not going to go there. So do you look at that and say, hey, let's put Kenny out there? If Kenny struggles and loses a game or two for us, oh well, we're not gonna we're not gonna make the Super Bowl anyway. I, I don't know. What do you guys think about that?
2: I'm not trying to go overboard with the comparison, but what if what if Pickett has what it takes to be the
0: next Mahomes? And why? You know, if that happens, the Sewers could be a Super Bowl team, because assuming their defense is good, you could be in that boat. So I guess the argument I'm, I'm trying to make is, going into the season on paper, yeah, I think Joe and I talked about this the other week. Mitch doesn't turn the ball over, and if he doesn't turn the ball over and the defense plays good, the Sears could win a, a fair number of games. So I've heard this described, like, Kenny Pickett's like your gambling ticket. You know, Mitch Trubisky's your safe bet. Maybe he doesn't lead to the Super Bowl, but he's not going to do anything bad. But Kenny's like your wild card, you know? If Kenny was Mahomes' his rookie year, holy crap, you could win the Super Bowl. And if Kenny does poorly, you're not really weren't expected to go to Super Bowl anyway, so whatever. The other case I
2: have for Pickett is, even in college, he does a lot of running. He's not a running quarterback, but he does do a lot of running. And uh, his famous fake kneel run. Um, I feel like he has more composure when he's scrambling. Um, I, what I've seen in two preseason games, I'm worried about. How, assuming that our offensive line is at best mediocre, um, is Mitch going to hold up with the pressure of having to scramble? A majority of the game.
0: Well, Joe, before we move on, let me say something that's going to take Paul off. We could start Kenny Pickett, and when Kenny Pickett flops miserably and the Steelers go 1 16, then the Steelers could do the right thing and use the first draft pick on CJ Stroud of Ohio State, and we got the better quarterback anyway. How about that? What <laughs> are you he's saying? he's are from Ohio saying State. Things? He's from Ohio State, so yeah, that's Ohio worked <laughs> out really
1: well in the past.
0: <laughs> Has
2: is CJ Stroud going to shatter Dan Marino's college records? I don't know.
0: I
1: anymore, I don't know how. Hey, know man, anymore. whatever records he was listening to in the 70s, I'm yes. sure you know you could just shatter them pretty easily because they're very old. Well,
2: but say, even in that scenario, let's say we go one and 16, you know who had a one win season their rookie year. Troy Aikman, and then he became a dynasty.
1: Oh, yeah. You know what? Um, who else had one win in their their seasons? Most of the Browns quarterbacks. Yes, yes, yes.
2: Yeah, but, and then they get yanked that second season. They're starting all of They never, they've never given their quarterbacks time to work through the Kings. They, always, they, they yank them right away. Yeah, because
0: they want to win football games. I'm torn here. I, I almost think when you go to K Pickett, you can't look back. And even if K. Pickett struggles mightily and the Steelers lose games all over the place, you almost can't bench him for Mitch Trubisky because as a first-round pick that could screw you up. So I think the big question the Steelers are going to have, and they're probably talking about this right now, is you say, do we take that risk? You know what I mean? Because it's so much easier to start with Mitch Trubisky and then after a while you say, okay, it's K. Pickett time. Man, you start Pickett, you almost have to run with him. And, and and you know, as Paul said, there there have been really good quarterbacks in the NFL who struggled their first year. I saw a video earlier summer of Peyton Manning as a rookie. How many picks did he throw? He threw a ton. And, and if you watch him just a rookie year, like man, this guy stinks. He turned out to be really good. So who knows? I I just think man, this is the this is going to be really tough for the Steelers. You start. Pick it, you guys. You got to play him unless it gets hurt. Andrew
2: and, Filippone and I will save seats on the Kenny Pickett yeah, train geez. when you guys decide to board. Andrew <laughs>
0: Uh
1: Yeah, I don't want to be on any on board anything with Andrew Filippone. No, thank you.
0: <laughs> Andrew Filippone just from it says, "All right, I I'm to say something crazy to get clicks or <laughs> listeners or whatever." <laughs> like each each day, it kind of changes. Like one day, he's like, "Oh, Mason Rudolph's the best qu- quarterback we have," you know. Chris Holldokken to be, he's going to be a franchise guy. He just says different things each day. Just, to, uh, you know, but this is attention.
2: the only thing that he and Chris Muller agree on is all aboard the picket train.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Running back. Um, I don't know. To me, I, I guess where it comes down to. Let, let's do this quick, so we're not doing this for ten hours tonight. Um, to me, I guess the choice comes down to McFarland or Snell. I I feel weird saying this, but I, I almost like Snell because of the special teams. Are you guys both voting for McFarland if you had to pick between the two?
2: I'm voting McFarland. I, I think there's still an untapped upside there.
0: Joe, I think you're saying McFarland, right? Saying what? McFarland over Snell. If that was the <laughs> case at the end. I think I probably would if those are those my only options. <laughs> Yeah, and like you were saying, hey, maybe they can get a yeah. running back. I, but right now, like... it
2: feels like would you rather have McDonald's or Taco Bell? That's Yeah. Well,
1: no, that's a <laughs> thing, too. Yeah.
0: Uh, tight end? I don't even know if it's a question. I mean, obviously, it's Fire Moose, uh, Zach Gentry, um, you know, Connor Haywood. I mean, he's played pretty well in, in uh, you know, training camp. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want really to cut Cam Hayward's little brother, but, you know. Uh, there's a Steinbrenner, uh, I think you guy's got his name right, from Green Bay, who's played pretty well, too. I Maybe mean, they keep four tight ends. I mean, it's not out of question to do that. Um, any thoughts on tight ends? I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think so. I, I think the only question is, do you keep the Green Bay kid or not? And it probably depends on what you do in the rest of your roster. Um, offensive line. Stinks. Hopefully Stink. they play better against Detroit. Is there, mess. Is there anything realistic they could do between now and then? I mean, uh, I guess you hope you coach people, them up.
1: There are people getting cut. Right now is right. the time. And so, there's. I think there's somebody who's just got cut from Washington. Was it Washington?
0: One of doing starting tackles are supposedly on the block too. Might cost you a first or a second, but I mean, but geez. you got to do
1: something because yeah.
0: Otherwise, you don't have a you don't have a
1: wall. You've got a gate <laughs> with well, a broken hinge.
0: And in the past, the Steelers didn't make trades before the season that much, but look at the past couple of years. Joe schobert you know, got they made a trade for him. They made the Minka trade. So made Minka, yeah. Now well, the question they can make one out of two ain't bad. Yeah. Joe Schubert is available now. I just saw he got released by Denver. So hmm. you never know. I mean, as, soon as the inside linebacker. We'll talk we about We haven't Denver's tapped
2: second. all the hot dog vendors yet. Yes. we <laughs> hot dog vendors first.
0: Uh, receivers, man, there's going to be some tough choices. Obviously, you know, your Claypole, your Deontay, your Pickens, your Austin. Um, Boykins had some good stuff in training camp. Ozalewski. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's been good, too. So you got six right there. Uh, Anthony Miller's out for the year, so we'll have to think about him. Who else are we missing? Um, I mean, that might be your six. I think that's it. But yeah, Steven Sims, though, played well, too. I, I'm Ooh. not sure if Sims beats... Um, the super or, skinny guy. <laughs> Olszewski. But if they keep seven, Sims is an option, or Sims could be your of well, your practice squad guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Cody White is the other receiver. Um, his dad is in the front office for the Steelers, so I'm, I'm assuming he stands on on as a practice squad dude. All right. Anything else on the offense? I think we got through everybody, right? Think so. Yeah, Chris Boswell will stay as your kicker. I don't think you get rid of Boswell. i soon. so you don't have to worry about that. And Harvin's the, the Harvin's the beer vendor. Yeah. Gotta- yeah, definitely. <sighs> Uh, defensive line. I mean, I, I think the main guys are, are going to be your main guys. Um, mm-hmm. I think Cam Hayward's okay. I think he would play if it was regular season. They're just sitting out because it's preseason. Yeah. Any surprises that you guys can think of on the off- defense line?
1: I don't think so. I hope not. I like, uh, was it DeMarvin Lale? Yeah. He played pretty I like well. Him a
0: lot. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing there. But is there room for him? He's a third-round pick, so unless he did something really crazy bad, I, he, he's going to make the team. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, between Cam Hayward, o- Ogunjobe, uh Ty Lulu, um, you know, Montavious Adams, who they still like, um, you know, Liao, I mean, you got five defensive linemen. We're not even counting Chris Wormley, who probably should make the team. That's six. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably your defensive line. I mean, the should Davis bro- Yeah, they got the Davis brothers who so probably spend time in the <clears throat> practice squad if they're, but that's about it. Uh, linebacker. That's something we should talk about. Obviously, T.J. Watt, yeah, he's okay. <laughs> He'll make the team. <laughs> He'll uh, oh, you think? Do you think he will make the team? I want to see Highsmith stepping up a little bit. When you're Definitely. playing on the other end of T.J. Watt, I mean, Paul, Joe, and I should each have ten sacks, but Highsmith had six sacks. He wasn't as dominant as I hope he would be, but, you know, they cut Gerard Avery. I'm not sure who else they got. They got Tuska. Uh, they had a couple young guys behind them. I, I saw a sewage rider kind of speculate, saying maybe they really like the young guys um, if they're going to keep Tuska as three, and maybe they're up on a young guy uh, down there. Um... Inside linebacker has got interesting. Miles um, Jack's fine. Let's not worry about him. Devin Bush looked better. Uh, I'm not saying that Devin Bush was is going to be fine. But, I mean, he looked better in the first game. After the first game, I thought, man, his career's over. Uh, anybody noticed anything about Robert Spillane? I didn't hear too much about him at the game. Nope. nope. I, I didn't see him do anything crazy good or crazy bad, so I guess it's all right. I mean, um, I, I feel like
2: the... Spillane or Bush is another one of those. Do you want McDonald's or Taco Bell scenarios? The guy that has stuck out,
0: and I'm hearing more and more people talk good about this guy, Mark Robinson. It was some front yeah. draft pick. He, he, they say he's played really well in training camp. I don't think Mark Robinson's going to start alongside uh, Jack, but keep that guy. That guy's I climbing like that. the death charts. Yeah. I mean,. Uh...
2: Going back to outside, I mean, do, what about Vauters? I mean, would you? I mean, you're not going to sit high. Uh, I mean,
0: who? who who's Vauters? Um, uh, James we signed Vaughters?
2: him. Yeah, James waters We signed him Monday.
0: Oh, I don't know much about the guy. Does he? Is he played for other teams or is he a young guy uh,
2: from the Bears or Falcons or?
0: I think, it's, I think it's Atlanta. Yeah. Well, in, maybe that's the other guy that they were looking at because you want experience. I mean, I'm not crazy about Tuska, but at least Tuska has a little bit of experience. And maybe, you know, you're, you're looking at Avery as that third or fourth guy. So maybe Vauders is your third or fourth guy with Tuska. I mean, is that super sexy? No, but, you know, you can't spend a ton of money on every guy on your roster. So maybe they,
2: Highsmith isn't – Sexy on his own, either. That yeah, need some interchangeable parts there. Well,
0: and if you look at toward the draft, I mean, that might be a place you need to go um, in the draft a little earlier. I mean, obviously, the offensive line should be the most highest position, but maybe you they're looking for another outside linebacker. Um. Okay. Any other thoughts on the linebackers? I mean, no.
2: I, I'm almost looking at. I mean, the the popcorn vendors now for. Devin Bush's spot at this point.
0: I'm hearing good things about Mark Robinson. I was listening to the um, uh, Arthur Moach show, and he was actually questioning, should we look at Mark Robinson as a starter? And I'm assuming the answer is no right now. But Mark us. Robinson's playing good. <laughs> I mean, they're comparing the young Vince Williams. I know Vince Williams isn't a Hall of Famer, but, man, Vince Williams be gold right now. Uh, yeah. Young Vince Williams in this uh, line backers. Uh, Defensive backs, I want to see the guy's back healthy, see what they could do. Um, Steelers picked up a safety today. I never heard of the guy, but he's played for the Jets, I believe. Um, You know, I I heard Marcus Allen, my favorite Steeler, is playing a little bit more inside linebacker, so maybe he's a guy who can play inside. Um, The Moat Show. But was watching a lot of Steelers content this week. Was saying that what if they ever could move Terrell Edmonds to the inside linebacker? I don't know if that would work out or not. I'll tell you, Terrell Edmonds looked great on Saturday. He made, he had a couple good uh, run stops, so I was impressed by him. So, um, so yeah, cornerbacks again. Third preseason game, you're not going to see Minka play the whole game or Cam or anything else like that. Is there anything you guys are looking at, defensive backs, that concern you or any questions you want to get answered in this last game? I don't think so.
1: Uh, I know there's a new safety they just picked up. Uh, yeah, they got from the Jets. Waivers from the Jets. So, you know, some of these other options that are out there is interested to see more of them. But otherwise, no. I mean, I feel like we've got a fairly solid secondary that's going to work the way we need it to.
0: Yeah, they don't have that number one guy, but I've liked what I've seen. That Kazee, the guy, the guy he played recently for Dallas and Atlanta, right? he's he's pretty good. Yep. I mean, I know he's not, uh, not Minka or he's not uh, the Honey Badger, but, man, uh, they got him for cheap, and he can play. I like mm-hmm. that. I don't think Terrell Edmonds is your all-pro, but you can do worse than Terrell Edmonds. Uh, obviously, Minka's great. Trey Norwood is, is growing. Uh, Arthur Millay. Uh, made some plays in the first two games. He's kind of like a hybrid corner safety. So they don't have that prototypical lockdown cornerback I wish they had, but they got a bunch of number twos, and sometimes (laughs) – I hate talking about number two in a positive way, because. but no, their number twos can actually play well. I saw Mm -hmm. Levi Wallace do a couple of nice things, so –
1: so if you number is. two a whole bunch, it makes up for not having number one.
0: You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> a I don't number know if that idea transfers
1: one. to other topics, but. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> very, very much so. And I'll tell you, it, it's funny. Um, you, you know, Joe and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. We tried to make a case for the Steelers really doing well in the AFC North. You look at some of these other teams. I haven't heard too much about Baltimore, but Lamar Jackson still isn't signed. I mean, he could be gone after this year. Does that motivate him to do well, or does that take him off and maybe he doesn't do well? I mean, Baltimore, some people think Baltimore's going to be great this year. I'm not so sure. I had um, Pierre Holland, our our buddy from the Hall of Fame, uh, to talk about the Browns. and He's going up to the Browns-Bears game uh, to cover that for the Canton Repository. He gave me three or four huge questions about the Browns that I would be scared about right now. Um, you look at the receivers. They got Amari Cooper, who's okay. He plays really well sometimes. He doesn't play well the other times. They got three young guys are hurt right now at their number two receiver. I mean, the Steelers they would love to have Steelers receivers. They, you know,
2: and they're uh, starting Jacoby Brissett for right eleven weeks.
0: <laughs> Top two Sanders are hurt for a long time too. Man, yeah, you know, are important. Yeah, see what found out last year when you, you had Kendrick Reed starting at center the whole year. So, yeah, I'm not sure about the uh, the Browns. The Bengals will be good. I'm going to say the Bengals are going to sink. The Bengals haven't played their starting offense all preseason. Joe Burrow's been out with append- Appendix. He's back. They say it looks okay. But, you know, you've you got to have some continuity, not just on preseason game play and practice. They're starting to finally practice the first team as a whole in offense and defense, Jesse Bates just came back to start safety but I'd take the sewage defense of the Bengals right now, so I don't know alright so next week we'll break down the (laughs) the third preseason game oh boy, and then I don't know, we don't really have anything to look forward to, so maybe we could do predictions or something, I don't know any other thoughts on the Steelers? No. Joe, stay awake for the whole preseason game? I'm, I'm not sure if you get that. Maybe. Come there. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Sorry. It's going late for me, too. All right. So, check out our show. Thanks for uh, sharing with your friends, especially your Steelers friends. Uh, sign up for Cash App. A great way of uh, sharing money. If you're collecting money from people or you're spending money great way of sharing that. So thanks for checking us out. Have a great uh, week. And we'll see you next week as we talk about the Steelers and the Lions. Have a good one, everybody.
2: Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast, based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend Byron McCauley.